we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. And welcome to the Melfi and Prezzo Show. I'm your host, Coach Luke. And I'm Coach Mel. We're back. We're back. Hey. What a hiatus yeah. that was. Where'd you go? Season two. <laughs> We're on. Back bigger, better, stronger, sexier. 100% mate. Fitter. Less fat. Healthier. Hey. I, know. I hope this microphone works working. Yeah, she's working. She's working? She's working. You sure? That's what I'm picking up. She's working. Hello? There you go. She's on. She's on. <laughs> Just got to talk into it. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> She's on. There we All go. Right. There we go. All right. Big dog, what's going Let's on? Let's get into it. Mate, same old. What can we say? Hey? Well, not the same old, but fuck. What, what's the world we're living in at the moment? Hey? <sighs> Far out. Virus. Times have changed. Can we talk about conspiracy uh, Let's not go today. there yet. We just started. Oh, let's not go there. Go all night. Let's not go there. Um, but yeah, exciting. Here we are, hey? Yep. New EMP Performance Headquarters. Mate, he's going to put a leg up on the chair. Leg up on the chair. Right. Out. All right, mate. All right. Yeah, let's go. I don't what know why I'm what? holding this. I'm just copying you. Um, yeah. EMP Performance. Welcome. Hey. What's happened? Hey, let's who's talk, this? Let's talk to the boys and the, the gentlemen, all the 12 supporters they've got. And the girls. And the girls. The girls. <laughs> yeah, the girls. Probably Breezy, anyone watching it. Yeah, yeah. Probably. Um, hey, where is she now? I don't know. Who knows? All right, so yeah, EMP Performance, new headquarters. Not the best timing, but uh, we're pretty excited to be here. Yep. Finally have the space that we've uh, always dreamt and had vision about. Yeah, fucking looking forward today. Should be um, a good little challenge and just get into it, man, and have a, just create something special and just have a dig, you know. I think all the most ideal timing, it's taken a couple of weeks to sort of, I know for me, just to fucking think about what's happening and bit of deja vu and then just now to attack it once a couple of weeks once we're ready to go and I think we'll pass hopefully you know next you know just three to six months whatever it is just um, be ready to make something yeah 100%, 100%. I think it's going to make something what we want to something we're really after yeah especially yeah. hopefully yeah no definitely definitely it's uh yeah not the best timing but once everything's rocking and rolling definitely believe you know we can make something special. So looking forward to just making it happen, really. Mic working? Yeah. I don't know, because it's not picking up. See, I'm there talking to it. You spoke then. No, nah, but look, speaking of mic, this... Sorry, guys, this is t- Talk, talk. Talk. Hello. Hello. Got ya. Got me? <laughs> Don't want to film a fucking hour and a half again. Not get me, remember? I'm happy, quite welcome to stop I'm it. Gonna spit some fire today. There we go. What happened there? It's on. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking yelling at it. Get <laughs> oh, used to this shit. All right. So, what are we um, talking about today? First podcast gonna, back. No, we talk about anything today. Let's talk about the gym. What do you want, Luke? What, yeah. what do you? What's your thing? What's how? How are you feeling? Because you know what? I'll tell you something. Like this is like. You know, I'm a deep thinker, and this is what Luke needs in his life. I think, like, you know, as a, as just watching him as a trainer he is, and no, nah, this is good. Top, top trainers, this is what he's his, his domain. Like, yeah, Luke yeah, is yeah. a is a full time. You know, obviously, we're always going to be entre- entrepreneurial and build something special. But he's he's born 
to be a coach. And this coach, is a, yeah. This is something that's like really 100% his, you know, domain especially. Just having a space, you know, that he, you know, almost feels 100% comfortable in. Well, I think that's the biggest thing, being around the industry now for going on nine years, I think, roughly. Um, and predominantly, well, the whole time, working within majority, yeah, predominantly... T- two gyms throughout that time, mm. um, both CrossFit gyms. Um, and then just being around, you know, that head coach kind of role yep. has really, you know, made me realise how much I wanted my own space. Um, obviously, coming into the industry, I wanted to be a personal trainer. I didn't have – like, I wanted to have my own gym, but it wasn't on the bucket list from yep. the start, you know. It was just kind of becoming the best coach that I can be. And then, yeah – as time's gone on, working for other people, seeing what other gyms are doing, um, has really just ignited that fire for me to have my own space um, and basically a place that I can call home and, you know, my members and clients to call home. Yeah, definitely, and man. Something that they're really proud to yeah. walk into, want to be there every day, you know, not just train, they want to hang around though as well after each session. Yeah, definitely. Like that's, that's the cool part of it, isn't it really? Um, you know, having a second home, maybe, you know, your first home, really. And, you know, to be honest, like I always say to everyone, I've always been involved in the fitness industry. Well, that's a lie. I have always been involved in it and done it. Um, I took about three or four years off, you know, um, went and did hospitality work and cafe stuff. But, you know, I always say to everyone, if people ask me, what are you going to do for the rest of your life? So, fitness, something in fitness. I felt like I just needed a little... A, you know, a decent break from it. Um, you know, being ten, like five years at fitness first as a PT, but you know, at any years old, I thought it put a lot of stress in me. And then, you know, you go through stages of partying and you know, you know, doing the wrong things, obviously, and you know, it builds up stress. And you sort of go away and you reflect what you really love doing. But I would never, it would never open gym. I never ever, like honestly, I never thought like it's a cool idea. Don't be wrong, it's a cool idea opening gym, but I never really thought I'd. Mm, I'm actually not open a gym because fitness has always been the biggest passion of mine. And, you know, look, I'll be honest with you, my brain goes a thousand miles an hour. Ideas, it, like, it's ideas, man. Ideas, man. And, you know, and, 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 you know what, I'll tell you what, it's like not, it's not, it's not a bad thing, but it's also not a good thing. But being with someone like Luke, who's like, so, like, you know, has great ideas, but is also, is a lot more regimented than me yeah. um, and pulls me back a little bit and goes, well, this is what we need to do to get, you know, have, have that vision and you know and that's something I need to get better at too but I think that um, if I can really you know look skill set will help me be the best person I can be and obviously I'll need an improvement of some things and but that's where I really think this gym is going to be fucking really awesome because it's got we've both got similar strengths and there's some things looks fucking 10 times better than me at 100% there's some things my, I might be slightly better than him at you know it's just how a good you know, team does work and you reflect it and you just got to be honest about it and move forward with those kinds of things. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't have done... I would probably would have done it a gym by myself and that's saying that I've done this for 10 years. I've done it for 10 years and I opened mm-hmm. the cafe without being able to make coffee. Yeah. So yeah. there's something in that. I don't know. I think when you're, when you're really passionate about something, you've got to be really careful you don't cross over too much. Um and still, I sort of pinched myself. Like, last Saturday we training. I was like, this is fucking cool. Yeah. Got our yeah. own space, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and sometimes you, you tend not to lean to things that you you should be doing because 
you're fearful of like fucking failing and you know what, like if we get through this and you know, you've been a big positive thing in my head. Like, you know, I've last for two weeks, probably not last week, the week before I was like, fucking hell, not this shit again. Yeah, I was like, you know yeah. what? I've like learnt sometimes the way I think, the way I feel, I've got to embrace that feeling and then just after two weeks go, fuck, that's it. Let it go and move forward. And, you know, I think even the two weeks we've tried to online coaching and fucking how we're going to grow this business and we'll talk about it in a second, um, you know, and... It did, didn't feel right. It, the online coaching before for us didn't feel right and now this period of time we're trying to go virtual classes and shit like that. So I'm going to let you, what's your thing? Just, you know, and look, me and Luke, yeah, this Melbourne Prison Show, EMP performance is a reflection upon, upon us. Exactly. How exactly. we talk yeah. and it's the business is us but also this is actually our personal opinion. So, you know, this is a real, it's a real business, a real, a real brand that's going to branch off and, you know, we're going to give us our honest opinions and Luke, May possibly sometimes give his opposite opinion to mine, but we'll talk about that and we'll agree. Hundred percent, hundred percent, exactly. Things. And that's yeah, exactly. So look, so yeah, as Mel Melfi said, you know, we've tried to do online. I, I mean, I think we're different in the terms of where we're starting a new gym. Okay, yes, we have a brand, but it's still not a, a recognised brand. Yeah, yeah, we might be recognised as coaches. But coming together to recognise as one brand, we haven't built that reputation yet. Um, and then obviously starting a new gym, we haven't built the reputation of our facility. So I think we're in a bit of a different boat to a lot of the gyms out there. Look, a lot of the gyms out there are fucking just scraping, scraping just to make money. Do you know what I mean? And that's and I get that. I get that. And you've got to do what you've got to do. You know, like we've, we're trying the online coaching. We've got a few people doing that. But once again, we're not we're not a recognised brand, so people will probably look at EMP Performance online coaching, um, and they won't be willing to put the trust into us yet because yeah. we haven't got the uh, the runs on the board. You know? Yeah. So it's going to take a bit longer for us, but I think the gyms out there who have just had to fucking adapt, to be honest. Yeah. So I can understand the whole virtual classes on online classes. Um, you know, look. I think it's great in that perspective, long term. Do I believe in it? Not at all. Um, and I don't think it's going to last long term once gyms open. You know, it's just, I think for a lot of gyms at the moment, it's just a way that they can try and interact with their members somehow, get people training. Um, and I think it kind of works for the members as well who don't have equipment. Um, just from what I'm finding with our members, uh, the ones who do have equipment, they're not interested in virtual classes at all. Yeah, um, and you'd agree, you'd agree with that. Yeah. Um, but for those people who are really, really struggling, they got nothing at home. You know, virtual classes, body weight—it's they're really their only solution at the moment. Um, yeah. Unless they do one-on-one, which is still available. You know, one-on-one yeah. coaching. So that's kind of where I stand with the whole virtual thing. I definitely don't believe it's a long-term approach. Um, I definitely think once gyms open, you'll see fucking minimal virtual going on. Um, but I think for now, it's for some gyms, it's their only only really option to, you know, to continue paying rent and continue having members signed mm-hmm. up on their books. Yeah, definitely, man. Like that's the thing. Like we we came in a really awkward time for the business because you know we're open a facility. We've got we've got some members, but no members. You know, some gyms have got two hundred, three hundred members on the on the beaches. You know, some gyms and they're adapting. You know, and I do believe. In adapting, sometimes I'm stubborn with those things, but then sometimes when I really sit back with these things and, you know, you adapt to be out of integrity. And for me, I've lived a lot of my life out of integrity with some things, um, subconsciously, and, like, 
I've realised like it's not worth it. And you know, if I have three hundred members and I have to owe that to them, I was like, yeah, I've got three members in there support and look after them. Yeah, man, I'll put do fucking three hundred burpees and just make you feel connected and not isolated, as they say. But really, man, this whole virtual class bullshit, and I'm gonna call it bullshit, is because <laughs> at end of the day. <laughs> It's not what training's about. Yeah. Um, I don't really care. That's, that's, that could be anyone else's philosophy in the beaches and gyms and stuff. But, man, doing – people struggle with accountability and discipline. Yep. They don't struggle with more flexibility. And you giving them more flexibility to do workouts at home and doing their fucking pyjamas and not get up early and shit is exactly what people don't need. People need a bit more regimen, you know, and that provides them come to the gym. And, mate, we sit in front of TV screens enough and I'm over, like, you know, we just don't need it. Fitness does not need to go in that direction. Um, that's just my personal opinion with it. Like, we don't want to fuck... Oh, mate, like, what can you do? Like, 300 burpees. Mate, if I, someone told me to give me do 300 burpees or 200 sit-ups and give me 40 bucks a week, I'd tell them to get fucked. Yeah, and that's... And I have found and that that's with, the thing, yeah. like... You know, maybe this is a better product with virtual training, something a bit more, you know, better. But I do understand gyms have got to adapt to it and do things because they've got money and they've got bills to pay. And I 100% agree with that. But the position we're in, and two things, mate. First is a business. You don't have to You don't have to make money. You don't always want to make money. But you've got to survive. Hmm. And when you're spending more money than you could possibly come out of it with, which, which we're all doing. Yep. We're spending more money to try and build something which you didn't believe in, firstly. Yep. Sometimes it's just better off to sit back and go, well, you know, get ready for the real thing, but or just do something else. Or do nothing. Better than you're not losing money. If you're losing money to start a business, you just stop because you haven't got money to lose, man. That's what we've found. We're, we're, we don't have got yeah. money to lose. No, no, 100%. So, yeah, we are in a different position. Yeah, because we're trying to build a virtual class reality. Every like, Tom, Dick and Harry's trying to do, you know, virtual, virtual. classes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, like, yeah. I'm so surprised by that. I'm like, I don't know the word to describe it. Yeah, well, but, yeah, it's... But it's, you know, you've got to do what you It is what it is for now, I guess, isn't it? It is what it is, but yep. I don't, yeah, I don't believe it will last. Once, once things are allowed to start opening or even outdoor boot camps you know what I mean like fuck we'll you know people were loving those sessions we were doing outside yeah you know I think I think you'll never be able to beat training with other people never um in a face-to-face environment I just don't I don't think you're ever going to beat that definitely not definitely not I love it I know I know thrive off that stuff you can't like Mate, what's it's about? You know, so... It did, did not need to give people more flexibility. Yeah, yeah. But, um... <laughs> I hope it dies. This is almost as bad as the keep cups. <laughs> we can't even use them anymore. It's fucking good. It's so good. <laughs> I wonder if they'll, if they'll keep come cups. back. No, keep not. cups. Corona. Oh, keep cups. But, um, yeah, it's interesting times. It's a fucking interesting world out there at the moment. Interesting world. We've just got to, uh... Keep our fingers crossed that it's sooner rather than later things start to get back to normal. Yeah. Fuck, I miss the footy. Football. I miss the footy. On the footy. On the footy. Seriously. 28th of May, I reckon. 28th of May. Project Apollo. Okay. What have you thought about the first two weeks? Like, it's just kind of interesting now. Like, I've just missed it so much. Now it's just, like, gone. Yeah. And I'm like... Kind of a weird feeling. Now it feels like there's never been football. Kind of a weird feeling. Um... Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting when they all come back as well, not be able to play each other. Two conferences. 
It's the only option they got. So Definitely. I don't know. It's, it's I don't know how it's going to work. It's a strange one. Okay, so off season topic. Yeah. Really spoke about this. The big thing was probably the Latrell Mitchell saga and um. Yep. Him leaving the Sydney Roosters, Roosters. and going to um South Sydney Rabbitohs, you know, which seemed like a pretty obvious move, um, with the strong Indigenous culture in the Rabbitohs and obviously Definitely. a lot of Indigenous all stars, and it looked like a real good fit. Um, what are your thoughts on how that? whole thing transpired and look it obviously took a lot longer than what it needed to I think but you just don't know what's going on in the back end with all contracts and I think he had some issues with his managers and stuff like that but um I think he's a good fit for South I do believe that he's a good fit for South um but I do believe it's going to take him some time you know he's he's been playing center probably one of the best centers if not the best center in the world for the last few years um, and then to go and play in a position like fullback, instantly you're almost doubling the amount of kilometres you're running every game. Um, positional play is a lot different, a lot harder to what you need to be doing in the centre. Um, you know, a lot more talk, just the little things that he's going to take time for him to adapt and to really build his game off that. Um, he copped some flack the first two rounds, that's for sure. Because he wasn't. He was He was, he was underperforming. I think Wayne Bennett put him off bloody in the second game. Um, first game, yeah. Well, even first, first game, yeah. yeah. It was like 20 minutes to go and put Alex Johnston on there. So even Wayne Bennett, you know, the, the smart coach that he is, knows that it's going to take Latrell some time. Um, I think you just got to, yeah, give him the time he needs. Um, he's probably got to shred a few more kilos as well. Probably Karen's do a little bit too much. Um, loves his Maccas. Love his nose. Hey, loves his Mac. We saw, we saw the, the, uh, <laughs> the Gold Coast to look for equipment, and we actually did see the whole Indigenous All Star side. And let me just say too, we got asked for autographs as well. I thought we were footy players. But maybe you, you. Luke, <laughs> not me. Luke got a fucking boner. Luke nah, got a come on, stop he, it. He signed it. I would have signed it. You would have signed it. You would have signed it. EMP. EMP. Fucking. Look at his face, he loved it. Oh, what a crack up that was. He thought he was a hooker, for sure. But big Latrell. Uh, big Latrell, man. Like, no. It's so hard with Latrell. The whole Roosters thing was like, fuck the Roosters, firstly. Sorry, Brad Johnson. But like... <laughs> Paddy Lane. Mate, Paddy, like, oh, <laughs> we love Paddy, you, Paddy. I love, I love you, Paddy. But I mean, like, you, I love you. But seriously, who, who do they think they are? If they want to get rid of a player, they'll, dog, they'll get rid of any player they want to get rid of. The guy didn't break the law. You made him an offer. He said No. No big deal. You guys carry on way too much, I think. And also, too, I think Latrell cops way too much shit. Yeah, let's be honest. First two rounds, absolutely shit. Okay? But you guys forget also, too, he won you the grand final. I don't 100%. care what anyone says. That flick pass, like, yep. mate, that doesn't exist. How yep. many games did he win you last year as well? Like, obviously, the Roosters are going to miss him, and he'll miss the Roosters. There's no doubt about that. But, mate, he cops so much shit, Latrell. And... He didn't deserve any of the shit in the off-season. He's, the man Moffa, he said no. He, went, he said no. He didn't do anything else wrong, you know. And the way they carried on was, like way, was way, way worse than um, what was needed. He's a good player, man. But like, I don't, oh, I don't, he'll bounce back. I think, he'll he's, bounce back. I think he's, his skill set is to be a fullback, but he's probably a bit too... He's not fit enough to be a fullback. Um, and you know what, like... G.I. was similar too, man. Like, G.I. was not... Like, G.I. was a kind of player that sort of drifted in and out of games as well. Yeah, like, yeah. But look at his career highlights now at 22 years old. 
he's mate, he's got almost as much as Greg Inglis does too. So it's one of those tough things. He's a he's a great player. He should probably be a centre, but you're paying him, you know, a million bucks a year or eight fifty a year probably. And Russell Crowe's probably giving another fifty six down the table. <laughs> so, Easily. Yeah. <laughs> Star City Casino or whatever it is, Pack, I think. But you know what I mean. So he's yeah. um yeah, give him time, he'll mould. He'll mould. He'll mould that player. Didn't deserve it. Um what about the doggies, big dog? I can't really say much because the Sharkies... Are you zero from two as well? Zero from two. Yeah. We're a bit closer than what you boys yeah, were, but... Dogs, um, I don't, mate... It's kind of... <coughs> oh, fucking hell. Let's talk about the 17-year-olds and 16-year-olds. Yeah. Ooh, not good. Our clubs... Touchy, t- look, touchy subject, that one. We Look, we played really well at the end of the year. Our, our defence is awesome, but our attack is a shit. And I... Like, Kieran Foran coming back, mate... She got a lock, but Jack Gogger, 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 Gogger was um was pretty good last year when he played for us. Um, he missed the last four games, I think, but he was leading the side really, really well. And they got rid of him because obviously Foz was there and they wanted Lachlan Lewis. But there's something about Lachlan Lewis; he just doesn't have um he doesn't really he's, he's a really good defender, and that's the thing with him; he's a top, top defender. Like I reckon he's probably the best defensive. Half in the comp, he's. I figure he's in front of Piercy, or if not with Piercy, like he's a very good defender. Like, mm. but when he's a halfback or five eight, so it's got to come second. Unfortunately, I know defense is half the game, but it's got to come. It has to come second, or, or close second. You know, so we're not scoring points. We can't score any points. We beat teams ten eight. You know, or like six nil or something like that. So, mate, we played really well against Parramatta. The second game against. Um, who did you play second game? Broncos? Someone? I don't know. You played second game. Someone sh- terrible. Um, Ockenbill was not really a first grade player, to be honest. Um, Corey Harrower and Naira. That's a big loss. It's a huge, huge loss. And I think they really just probably sacked him for the financial um, pressure the whole club's <laughs> under. Um, there's obviously a reason um, to get rid of him. And they want to pay him his next contract thing. And... It's all like anyone's going to argue with him and get sacked. He you know, slept with a 17-year-old. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It wasn't illegal. Um, but, you know, I think if the era was playing, he would have saved his career for sure. Jane Ockenbaugh, pretty different. Went to the school, picked up a 16-year-old. I don't know what to say about that. I can't really defend that. You can't defend no, that. It's, you know, it's not legal, but it's not right, man. Like, you've got to pull your fucking head in a little bit, these NRL players. Like, like yeah. get paid. You know, who cares? Gets paid, what, big money. Mate, he's on at least... 180 a year. That is huge money, you know, for, for a working class man um, living the living the life, basically. Living life. Like, yeah. You're working so hard, you're living your dream, but you're playing footy, man, and these guys just don't think about it, you know, like what they're doing. So, you know, the club is always bigger than the players and the day, and Corey's a huge loss, but what do you say, mate? Like, yeah, I don't know. It's, say, yeah, like, you can't really say anything, can you? Nah. I wish it was like, I wish it was an old player. I'm sure you could. I'm sure you could. And um, anyway, yeah. The sharkies. Sharkies, hey. That will be right. I'll keep saying it. We'll be right. We are. We lost our first two, but we. I could see a lot of positives from both. Um, we have. We have a like. We've got some old old guys in our team this year, but then we've got a lot of youth. So. We've got a lot of guys playing their first, second, third sort of NRL game. So a lot of youth. Uh, there's a lot of positives. 
Um, I think we'll be right. I think we'll be right. Moreland's to come back. Dugan to come back. We'll be right. Mate, do you think? I don't know what we're going to do with positions though. I That's what I'm worried Matt about. Matt Moylan at hooker. I've said it for years. Well, he won't be there now. But not, he needs not to with go Blakey to Brayley. Not with Blakey Brayley. He needs to go to hooker. Yeah, it won't happen though. But it's, he's a hooker. I know, but it won't happen. But he's a hooker. Well, I reckon he would be. You know what? Get Sean Johnson hooker too, but he can't tackle. Can't tackle. He's not he made like. The, but the fit. But you know what? Oh yeah. Just. He would be. Can you imagine SJ out of hooker? Oh, on the back foot. But that's what you need. But that's why we got Blakey. Blakey's good. He's good. Yeah. He's going to be really. He'll he'll play Origin one day, Blakey Bradley. Mark my word. Yeah, footy. Footy? How good? 28th of May. We're looking forward to that, eh? Let's hope it happens. 28th of May. Big Peter Villandis. Make it happen, mate. Rugby league. Make it happen. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Anybody else did you want to talk about? Anybody else is on that mind of yours over there for the last year? It's been a year since we've done the podcast. Probably it's been a while, Fuck, man. You know, we've been a bit late. We have been lazy, but, you know. Well, lazy, yeah, no. Nah, it's it's well, no not lazy. Excuse, it's like if just... we, had a, we had a lot of things. Oh, actually, no, no. It was just pure just, you know, fuck to talk about. You know, the direction we're going in. Yeah, that um, was. I want to try and get some guests on. I've got, um, definitely, definitely. I've got a few people that that definitely want to come on the um, the podcast. Yep. Um, and I also want to get some, like, just a few normal people on. Um, when I say normal people, people that have a big influence to just talk about, you know, about just fitness and talk about some topics where we can just, like, just be honest and be be real. And I think we get our clients on. That's what I truly believe. We get we get, get sit down on. with our clients who are keen to come on get talk shit to and them. just have a chat. Just have a chat about them, how they started, why they started, Yeah, you know. And bit you know, bit about their life, you know, just like I said, general population, people going about their day, yeah. day by day, talking shit, you know. Um, just have a chat, yeah. yeah, yeah. Why not? You get a few of them chat on. to them, yeah. and then we can get some of your influences and whatever else on there. Yeah, whoever we'll was keen to come on, nah, I want to get some footy boys. I do want to get some footy boys. So any footy boys out there Reach out. that are keen to come on and just talk some absolute garbage with us. Please reach out because yeah. we would definitely like to have you on. We'll just we'll tell get probably get your first bureau. Get bureau on your mate. Jamie, yeah, I'm after to hit Jamie up. He's your family, isn't he? Yeah, well, technically. Well, yeah, he's involved. He's involved. He's involved. All right, guys. Um, you know what? We've probably got nothing else to talk about. So, <laughs> so you know, just rambling on here, but you know. So jump on our socials, guys. Is, Check it out. Virtual workouts suck. <laughs> and we're back One on one guys We're still doing one on one Outside of course We've got a whole gym of equipment We can tag outdoors Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. But yeah Alright we'll, um, we'll be back Take care Next week What's love Alright Over and out